We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You're listening to Mile High Insiders with Nick Kendall and Luke Patterson. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos. Now, it's time to find out what's going on behind the walls of UC Health Training Center. What's going on, Broncos country? Wednesday night, yes it is. And uh, man, what a special Wednesday night it is. Thomas is off, so... His uh, vacation is our benefit, believe it or not, because I get to rock with this guy, Ron White, MHH's own co-host of the Orange and Blue View every Saturday night at 6 p.m. Mountain. Ron, thanks for rocking with me tonight, man. I've been excited to do this show. We've been texting back and forth. It's so cool when you get to mix it up with some of the cats around here. Most definitely, Luke, and it's a pleasure being on here with you tonight. Again, yeah, you're right, just mixing it up with different analysts getting different perspectives um it's it's always a blast it's a blast man it's a lot of fun and that's one thing we're about here at mhi having fun on your wednesday night so what better way to start having some fun by saying what's up to the fellas and the ladies out there our very own dylan von arks from mhh what's up broncos country make sure you hit that like button on the way in share on all platforms and subscribe if you have not done so already DVA, we appreciate you, man. DVA does so much work for us behind the scenes. Y'all don't even know. Just like my guy, Donald Wilson, y'all don't even know. Saying good evening, Nick and Carl. Wrong show, brother. That's Tuesday nights. This is Wednesday night. What's up? Welcome to MHI. Finally getting to watch us live, Ron. Uh, Thanks for your podcast, guys. Always a fun watch. We appreciate all the love and support over here in the chat. Got to say hi to our guy, Mike S. He's been with us since day one. Ron, I don't know if you know, MHI used to start on Saturday nights, man. A couple years ago, Nick Kendall and I, that's where we got our, our, our momentum going. And here we are, Wednesday night, prime time. So I always have love for Saturday. You guys graciously hosted me and let me steal your show for 15 minutes with my word salad during the NFL draft. And, uh, man, this is going to be a fun show. I'm super pumped to have you, brother. Yes, likewise. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate it. David, big David. David's in the house, man. Before anybody else gets things cracking on the show, he's throwing down huge love, generous support, a $5 super, and in that Buckham t-shirt. Good evening, Broncos country. Luke, Tom, Dylan, and Deacon Scott. And don't forget our guy, Ron White, man. 
you want to get at Ron, please do so. He is joining MHI, not exclusively. You're going to be seeing these mix-ups, man. That's one of the cool, cool things here at MHH. A lot of people call this the dead period, Ron, and I guess I can understand that, but there's tons of news coming out of Broncos country, tons of news coming out of UC Health Training Center. We're going to get to some of that news here really shortly, but just wanted to say hello to some of the fellas. And Naj, Naj Altoff coming in with a huge super chat. What's up, Naj? Hopefully you've been doing well, man. Uh, Saying, what's up, brothers? I'm guessing they're freeing up space to go sign someone. If so, who would you want them to sign? And Ron, I always say Broncos country is the most knowledgeable fan base in the NFL. And Naj is on it with the news of the day, of course, being the Broncos cut outside linebacker Jacob Martin. So by doing that, that created $3.8 million in cap salary. So while it's not like a hot transaction that you're going to see come across the wire, Broncos country like Naj is already on it saying $3.8 million cap savings, only $1 million against the dead money. Where would you reallocate that resource? So I would look at outside linebacker again. I, I, I think that's, a, <laughs> yeah. that's still a big concern. I mean, you just cut one, but um, shoring up that position because, you know, it was obviously as top heavy with Randy Gregory and Baron Browning, but we know their injury history. And if one or both go down, then, you know, we're left with Nick Benito and Jonathan Cooper and, Chris Ooh. out other folks. And it's like, uh, we, we, we don't know. Those guys are very unproven, so we'll have to see. So that's one route they can go. Another route, as far as position notch, um, is running back. Um, maybe looking at um, some cheap and expensive running backs to bring in um, to kind of shore up that running back room. So I can definitely look at those as possibly two different positions. Another one is uh, inside defensive lineman as well. Um, so I would say those three, in my mind, would be the top target positions the Broncos can maybe reallocate that money to. I like it. Maybe you swap an outside linebacker for a veteran running back. They did get one in free agency, right, with P. Ryan. However, running backs, man, that's a tough position. That's one of the toughest positions in the league just in terms of the physicality that these guys uh, have to endure on a week-in, week-out basis, and it makes people wonder if our guy Pookie is going to be ready in time. Um, that's definitely a concern for George Payton. I like it, Naj. I like the question. Ron, I love the answer. I would also add offensive line. We've got an article up right now highlighting some comments that ESPN's Jeff Legwald had regarding the depth of the Broncos' offensive line and how he doesn't think it's quite going to cut it if the Broncos are rolling into training camp this way. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com and please go ahead and read that. Again, news of the day, speaking of milehighhuddle.com, our guy Zach has a piece up right now talking about the Broncos cutting outside linebacker Jacob Martin today. Now, Jacob Martin, let's take a quick walk back into memory lane, right? Trade with the Jets last November for a 2024 fourth rounder. I think the Broncos got a fifth rounder or something like that back. And he only played in five games. He was a local guy, four tackles, two tackles for a loss and a sack, 108 total defensive snaps. That's the kind of news of the day we're looking at because it frees up 3.8 mil in the cap. Got to eat that 1 million in dead money. But now Broncos country starting to wonder, Ron, where that money is going to go. Michaela Israel with a very generous $5 super chat. What's up, Michaela? A great friend of the show. Um, guys, we got some exciting news. The MHH meet and greet is already being planned. So get ready. We don't know when, 
But with the schedule release coming out tomorrow, we're already starting to make plans. Michaela weighing in saying, good evening. Hope you're safe with the tornado weather, Luke. Welcome to MHI, Ron. Hashtag MHH for life. Buckham. This is her boy Cooper saying hello. He's doing homework. What's up, man? Thank you for joining MHI. We are thrilled to be jumping Ron into the gang tonight here on your Wednesday night. Thank you. Thank you. I feel the warm welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hell yeah. Ron, one of our own, one half of Orange and Blue View with Thomas Hall every Saturday night at 6 p.m. Mountain. Our guy, Michael. What's up, Michael? How you doing, bud? Arizona, dude. Nuggets going back to Phoenix, Michael. I've been thinking about you. Let me know who you're rooting for. Good evening, Luke and Ron White on the Mile High Insiders. Go Broncos. Buck them. And uh, Michael, man, another friend of the show. We really appreciate all of your support. Guys, thank you so much for joining MHI. We're talking news of the day, right, with Broncos cutting outside linebacker Jacob Martin, 27 years old, acquired in a trade from the Jets. Uh, what do the Broncos want to do with that $3.8 million in cap? They've got a lot of options that they can go with. But another newsworthy item of the day, other than the Broncos' schedule being released tomorrow, we're on rookie minicamp is this weekend. Get to kind of see your first look of the new crop of players along with some veteran tryouts too. It feels like finally, dare I say, football season is here with a question mark. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, I, I would say it, it. I don't think it ever really gone away, right? It's always football nonstop. And yeah. Like with the rookie, uh, I mean, I'm coming just to look at these players that were invited it's it's going to be great to watch so hopefully we will see what happens mm, i'm excited broncos country's excited ron white's excited just like our guy miguel miguel thank you so much for joining us on facebook tonight mhi we're really really pumped to have you and i appreciate your support thank you very much what's up fellas i'm still praying for a running back I'm worried that javante williams won't be back soon enough so ron to kind of echo your your sentiment, Miguel's right there with you saying, look, I don't know that the Broncos have done enough at the running back position to make it through a whole year of a Sean Payton offense. 
I, I'm right there with you, Miguel. And and thanks again. Uh, you know, we always appreciate you. And you know, the, again, my my thing has been the status injury of Javante Williams. We we don't know when and even if he's going to come back this season. Obviously, the Broncos are high on him coming back this season, but even when he does come back, how is he going to look? How is he going to run? You know, so those are things to consider. And outside of the Piran signing, who else do we have? I know there are a few others there that, that they picked up, but th those folks are a little, you know, unproven as well. So it's going to be hard, you know, for them maybe not to at least start looking at bringing in a running back to kind of have that one-two punch. We, we need someone to compliment P. Ryan while Javante Williams is still out. So having that, I guess, that two or that second punch with P. Ryan, bringing that person in, can at least help shore up this room. So it is a big concern. I like it. I, I think it's something you got to look at. And I'm very, it's very curious to me that Broncos country, that's another position they're looking at kind of scratching their head. Um, who knows? Maybe you find a diamond in the rough. Speaking of a diamond, Gary Palmer is one of our diamonds here at MHH with a very generous 1999 super GLP. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining Ron Scott and I on MHI on your Wednesday night saying, Hey Luke, Ron and Scott, do you know who is being targeted? Go Broncos. Gary, I wish I could tell you I knew. I knew no, this show is called MHI, the Mile High Insiders, but there's nothing coming out over there at UC Health Training Center. It is locked down, Ron. And that's the way George Payton has done business the last couple of years. Sean Payton seems to be okay with it, unless you want to see Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, and Timmy Pats uh hanging out at the Nuggets game last night. That was pretty cool, man. I enjoyed that. Yeah, um, and, uh, you know, obviously they, they want to keep things under wraps. We've seen it, you know, with, you know, this year already, Sean Payton has kind of been on the low, hasn't really been leaking out too much to the media, um, you know, as far as practices and such. So um, I think they kind of want to keep things on the hush-hush. But, you know, it, it'll be interesting, Gary, to see who is being targeted. Hopefully we we get some sort of idea. Can we take the 3.8 mil and just give it to Dalton Reisner to be a backup guard? I mean, Jesus, what are we talking about here, guys? Like, uh, look, the free agent market wasn't what Dalton thought it would be. And his loss should be our gain if we're the Denver Broncos. I don't know if it's, you know, a lot of people point to the scheme. Um, I, I just man, with this Broncos offensive line and, and Jeff Legwald pointed it out. I mean, these cats have 20 starts, non-starters. I mean, 20 starts between depth players. That's not deep at all, Ron. And it, it just, I'm wondering, man, are we going to put this much faith in the, in the new training system and the new nutrition, if you will? Um, it just seems like the offensive line is a little, I don't know. It's a little dry to me, but then you got Broncos country like Williams saying, no, I'm done with Reisner, man. Uh, I mean, half of Broncos country that wants him, I think want him for the wrong reasons is because he's the local guy and the celebrity and just a good man. Right. I want him just because he's a competent offensive lineman. He's a four year starter. I'm more than OK with him being a backup. Don't know if he is. Maybe that's part of the snag. Total speculation, because, again, Ron, I don't know what's going on over there. I just know Dalton Reisner is just lingering on the free agent market. And I feel like the Broncos could at least use him as a rotational guy, if not a backup. Yeah. And I, I think with that, Reisner's looking to start and, you know, and, and I think, you know, Mahadev says it right here, right? Of the 
million is not backup, but starter money. I think, you know, based on what Dalton Reiser is wanting and the way we've kind of already constructed the offensive line, I, I just don't see any room for him. Now, you're you're right. And I, I did notice the Jeff Legwall um, comment, which makes complete sense. And it is concerning. Uh, you know, outside of our starters, you know, including the new free agent signings, the the offensive line depth, it's a, it's a sieve. It's it's unproven. It's we, we just don't know what's going to happen. You know, they barely played one of those players get injured. Like if Bowles gets injured or powers gets injured, it's, you know, we, we have to hold our breath. Um, well, and so, what's going on at the center position? I mean, look, Alex yeah. Forsyth, I get it. I want to give every rookie a shot. Do not get me wrong. I'm trying to be excited about it because it's kind of, you know, our option. Cushionberry is kind of on the outside looking in. The cat they brought in from Seattle, I mean, okay. KJ Wright. Um, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe they know something I don't. Uh, you know, it's, I'm hoping I can be surprised. Keith, our guy, ZZ Top of Broncos Country, my dude, saying, does the Jacob Martin release indicate that Drew Sanders is moving up in the depth chart already? Ooh, that's a that's a good question there, Keith. Uh, I, I I'm not sure. I, I I think the reason why I said I'm not sure, Keith, is just because I don't know the Broncos' plans of. Well, I take that back. Sean Payton did mention that they're going to use him as an inside linebacker after they did the the the, the, uh, the press conference after the draft. So. I'd see Drew Sanders being mostly that inside linebacker chess piece that's just moved around. Now, also look at Drew Sanders coming in with those pressure packages, rushing the passer, maybe at times lining out outside. But I, I think, you know, I think they're going to maybe look at signing another veteran because also, you know, Drew Sanders is a rookie. So right. sign, we need a more of a veteran presence at outside linebacker as well. So let's look for them in my mind. To kind yeah, of you got a ton of youth in that room like you're talking about, Ron. I mean, you, you got Nick Benito, Jonathan Cooper, Chris Allen, Aaron Patrick. I mean, Baron Browning, Jonathan Cooper, same year, obviously. Um, but no, that's interesting question, Keith, trying to read the moves, right? There, there's that famous saying, uh, watch what they do. Don't watch what they say. And that's what we're trying to do because they're not saying much out there uh, at UCL Training Center. And we're trying to figure out what everybody's up to. Something we know that's going down that the Broncos can't avoid is rookie minicamp. That's going to be happening this weekend. There is a mandatory press conference, I can tell you. I think that's right afterwards or before. Um, and Sean Payton is obligated to do that. So there will be some media coverage there. It'll be cool to get a first look of the Broncos rookies, if you will. And I wanted to look in here real quick. Um, Michaela, I think, was calling, taking her shot. That Reisner and I love it. I agree. I don't want him either. He's toxic. <laughs> Possible. And here's I've heard I've heard a lot of things, man, from Broncos country, not liking Dalton and shoving Brett and all that silly stuff that was going on. I don't really care because it was just all horrible and embarrassing to begin with. Uh, but man, for a depth player, it just it really kind of tells you what they think of him. If, if he's not, there's nothing really being connected there. He's still a free agent. After the draft, um, man, I thought if a team didn't get the offensive lineman they wanted, 
Dalton would be signed by now. He's been reportedly linked to teams like the Cincinnati Bengals, the Dallas Cowboys, Las Vegas Raiders, uh, but remains a free agent. It's just interesting to see people, you know, uh, they're good with the guy, not so good with the player. And sometimes that gets really tough being a fan. Yeah, uh, I totally agree. I totally agree. And then I'm, I want to bring up uh, Dan Wilkett here. Th- thank you, Dan. Yeah. He says he hopes that Denver signs running back Kareem Hunt. Mm. Okay, so we have one person on the wish list at the running back position. And Dan, I, I wouldn't be, you know, the issues aside, you know, Kareem Hunt is a dynamic running back. And he would be a good counterpunch or one-two punch with P. Ryan, right? We think of P. Ryan as that bruiser running downhill right um, not fast tough not fast, i mean right. a lot of people were upset that latavius murray got signed by the bills right but you're getting a a more athletic and a little bit yeah. of younger latavius murray if you will in p ryan yeah yeah and then you know kareen hunt good pass catcher uh you know able blocker although you know p ryan's also a solid blocker so you know that would be a good get for denver if we can get him you know, at a reasonable price, I'm okay. And it again, it shores up yeah. the room, so I'll be okay with I, it. I'm curious about it. I wonder what it would cost. I would definitely ask. And Albert coming in again saying, yeah, Kareem Hunt. And Kareem Hunt has been linked to the Broncos a few times, uh, both when free agency started and just recently. I feel like within the last few days, Zach wrote up an article on myhighhuddle.com talking about it. And looking at the free agent running back list, it's kind of interesting, right? You still have Zeke out there. He's the number one guy, supposedly, at 27 years old. Uh, Leonard Fournette, 28 years old in there. And then Kareem Hunt, J.D. McKissick, Mark Ingram, Rex Burkhead. And then you get into, the, like, the Giovanni Bernards of the world. And uh, Kenyon Drake was also an option that's floated on milehighhuddle.com right now. I think Lance was looking at that as one of his free agent gets. And you got to have versatility as a running back. And, you know, Kareem Hunt can catch the ball. Um It'll be interesting to see what they do. I, I like it running back to be a little bit younger, but uh, you got to get what you got to get, man. And, and these dogs, sometimes you need an experienced player that'll hopefully get you to the promised land with Russell Wilson, this new Sean Payton offense. Um, yeah, and, and we're looking. Yeah, I agree with you to the sense of running back being a little younger. That that's the that's the goal, or hopefully that's idealistic. But you know, bringing Kareem Hunt just on a one year deal. Again, I'm looking at it more from the sense of to hold the fort down until Javante gets When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, don't forget about my guy. I don't know what the hell I'm thinking. Tony Jones Jr. <laughs> I scouted him at the Shrine a few years ago. I really like him. He's a complimentary player, right? He's not He's not going to earn you fantasy points or anything like that. Um, but he's in that stable, right? It doesn't pop mm-hmm. off the page, and you wonder what he wants and what he's going to do in this offense. Sean Payton handpicked him, just like he picked the tight end from New Orleans, Troutman, right? I mean, these are these are guys, Sean Payton's like, my guy, my guy. 
my guy. Marvin Mims, my guy. I mean, it, it's encouraging, but mysterious and curious at the same time. Some of these moves, right? I mean, second round draft pick, first pick of the draft, wide receiver, huh? Like is John John Elway back at the facility? Are we drafting <laughs> wide receivers again, or what's going on, man? I mean, curious moves, but for a guy who was high on Sean Payton, he was my number one coach in this whole search. I kind of got to ride with him on this and be like, well, let's see. Yeah, and those first two names, right, Troutman. They, they, I mean, they, you know, George Jones Jr. They know his offense, so I mean, you know, the, again, right. these are guys that Sean Payton knows, um, and he thinks that they will do well in this offense. So, uh, you know, and I'm glad you mentioned George Jr. I actually forgot about him. So, me too, uh, me too, because it was just kind of an underwhelming pickup, right? (laughs) Snuck past you, if you will, just like the news of the day could sneak past some people, no disrespect, but it is what it is. Broncos cut outside linebacker, Jacob Martin today that created 3.8 mil in salary cap savings, 1 million in dead cap money. The Broncos will eat. Um, he's 27 years old, acquired from the Jets in the trade, just kind of a, a jag, right? Just another guy out there. And some jags eventually get their payday. And I can look no further than Alex Singleton. I mean, talk about a jag. He was just another guy for years, not only in the NFL, right? In the CFL. I mean, this guy has had to scratch and claw and grind for everything that he's he's got. I'm super excited to see the Bash brothers, Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton back together. And Josie Jewell, man, we talk about injuries, right? He's he kind of getting up there. We're, we're getting a little older if you're a linebacker, not in life, but in terms of the NFL. Um, I'm excited to see this reunion of players. But again, Ron, outside linebacker and edge, you said it. You're very curious as to what they're going to do. They, maybe they didn't do enough. I mean, you're, you trust Randy Gregory and Baron Browning, your two starting guys who are coming off of injury. I mean, at least Baron Browning doesn't act like an idiot. But Randy Gregory, when are you going to grow up, man? Are, like, we got to figure some stuff out here with this edge position, Ron, because maybe they see something I don't, and maybe Nick Benito is just going to fly off the radar this year. I don't know. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, you're right. It's 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 a mystery at, at this edge position, and I'm I'm actually going to bring up Jesse here. Speaking of What's edge, up, Jesse. Thank you, Jesse. You know, we always appreciate you. He asks, what about Zadarius Smith from Minnesota? He wants out, is selling his home. We need edge. Yes, Jesse. Zadarius Smith Ooh. is an intriguing option. Oh, uh, yeah. Rumblings that he he wanted out of Minnesota. Um, and I've I've been looking at him. Um, you know, saw some tape and you know what, what he did. Um, I think it was in Green Bay first, then in Minnesota. Um, he, he's actually pretty good. So, again, he'll provide that veteran experience, kind of what we're looking for at the edge position. Yeah. Um, be on a deal Ooh. for like a year or two. Um, you know, in the event that one of these, Baron Browning and or Randy Gregory go down, he can kind of step in, even using him in some of these packages as well. So I like it. Mm. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it too, Jesse. That's a real – I wonder what the asking price is. Darius Smith, right? That's the tricky part. He's heading into his eighth year. He's been a productive player. Originally started with Baltimore. I mean, I'm excited, Jesse. No, I'm, I think Rod's excited. Uh, it's. I think that's a hell of an idea. My next question would be, what are you willing to part with? Because draft picks can no longer just be given away. Um, sooner or later, that comes back to haunt you. And you know what? San Francisco, you got a lot of pressure right now. Uh, you've given up a lot 
and mortgaged your future for zero Super Bowl championships lately. You've got to figure that out. The Broncos have got to figure that out. They've got their head coach for a tenure, right? A, a long period of time. Russell Wilson, the jury's still out, but Broncos country needs some ROI. We need some returns on the investment. Zadarius Smith is a guy who will definitely keep some receipts and get some stats. I love it, Jesse. I am I am there. And Harold's coming in here too. Uh Sutton for Zadarius. Who says no? Um I don't know that I'll fight you. I don't know that I'll fight you on that, Harold. I I won't argue with you on that one either, Harold. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Whoa, man. Yeah, it makes you wonder what the going rate for these guys are, right? I mean, we saw the wide receiver market, what it looked like for um free agents or trades or 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 whatever. DeAndre Hopkins still kind of be being quietly shopped. You see the King's ransom that Odell Beckham Jr. got in Baltimore. I don't know how he talked him into that. Um it's crazy. I mean, I, I think these scenarios need to be talked about because you just don't know what the Broncos are going to do. Sean Payton's pretty unpredictable. Uh, if he decides he wants something, he generally goes and gets it and say what you want about him, but he's doing things his way. Uh, I wanted and, to get you go ahead, man. Yeah, and Harold, I, I wouldn't be surprised if those talks are going on. Really? You mean George Payton knows the phone number to Minnesota? I, I, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised because, you know, it's, you know, we've heard the rumblings for months now, you know, about Sutton and or Judy on the trade block. Um, yep. And, you know, I know they kind of put it to bed for some time, but I, I think I think it's resurfaced. And I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if those talks are going on and they, they may be trying to get something because, you know, it, it is still a glaring need edge in my opinion it's it's still sure. just because we we can't you know the two at the top baron browning and randy gregory are great when they're available and on the field it's just with randy gregory that injury history not being available that that's where my concern is and you know we have to find someone you know that can help sure that up so um it, let's see how let, let's see what <laughs> Denver Minnesota do let's it may happen mm, maybe something we got to watch again that's why Broncos yeah. country always thinking man staying creative I love it our guy Larry Lawrence Rivera one of our own man's been with us since back in the day without a beast edge our corners are going to suffer giving a very generous 100 stars on Facebook thank you Lawrence yeah man that's 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 part of the trickle effect right I mean if you can't get to the quarterback Pat Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs offense, Travis Kelsey, you know, we I can go on and on and on. We know what's going to happen. That Kansas City Chiefs streak, it's going to continue, baby. The Chargers, they've already kind of marched the Broncos by. I expect that to keep going. The Raiders, you want to be looking up to the Raiders as last pace in the division for the next five years? I mean, this is a really good point from Lawrence talking about how sack masters and lockdown corners generally work together. Yes, I, I agree 100%, Lawrence. Uh, you know, yeah, they, they work hand in hand. If, if we can't get pressure on my homes and Herbert and all these other AFC quarterbacks, it's, it's going to be a long day because, you know, our corners cannot hold up that long when the edge is just not there. So, again, that, that, that brings and bolsters the point of the fact that the Broncos 
have to do something at edge. Like it, it, it is. Yeah. I mean, these receivers, these tight ends, they're smart, right? A lot of them used to play basketball. They know how to draw flags, a.k.a. fouls, right? I mean, it's you can't just ask Pat Sertan to go out there and run backwards for 10 seconds. It, it just doesn't work that way. You're going to get chewed up one way or another in the passing game, in the running game. Uh, that's a really interesting thing because you know that George Payton, and I love it, Lawrence. Thanks for the support, man. George Payton loves himself defensive backs. Like he absolutely loves it. That's why Todd McShay called Riley Moss the most valuable pick in the Broncos draft. I mean, that that's pretty surprising, right? I came on and was spewing all my love for JL Skinner uh, on your show on Saturday nights with Thomas Hall. It, it's just, man, edge. We're so thin. Again, you're looking at Randy Gregory, Baron Browning, Nick Benito, Jonathan Cooper, Chris Allen, and Aaron Patrick. As of now, now hold me out. Hold up, hold up. Well, hear me out. Trent Harris. That's right. The XFL sack leader, right? He got an invite to Broncos tryouts. That's going to be happening this weekend. Maybe they go elsewhere, right? That old saying, talent can come from anywhere. I mean, you see some of these success stories out of these different developmental professional leagues. Yes. Yeah. And you, you mentioned the, the good one with, uh, you know, Thompson. And also, uh, they got, I mean, it was a rookie, the, the undrafted Thomas Income. I think he's Ghanaian. Um, okay. Got well, so, um, you know, again, we will see what happens to your point. There could be some success stories that shape up on the edge, but, you know, we, we can't rely on that, Luke, right? We can't count on that success. We, we no. why we want that veteran, that person that is experienced. And, you know, I think Keith, you got me on the Zadarius train now. So <laughs> I know, I know that's exciting. That, that's yet. So, yeah, that was Tom Thomas Incum out of Central Michigan coming yep. from Scott on the ones and twos. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, Thanks for that, man. Um, yeah, I mean, d diamonds in the rough. They're found all the time. And maybe these guys, that's where George Payton has to make his bread. We talked about it before the NFL draft on every show and every article. I mean, George is responsible for those value picks. Sean liked to talk about Sean Payton saying, I'm the spender and George is the saver. Well, Towards the later rounds of the draft, that's where George has really got to make his bread. I mean, he's the scout of scouts, right? That's what we painted him as. That's how he was hired as GM to succeed John Elway. And Broncos country needs more than a Pat Sertan. They need more than a Javante Williams. They need some more dogs that are out there working in other positions, specifically on the edge, uh, specifically on the offensive line. I, I mean, they went out and spent a king's ransom on the offensive line this year, right? Getting McGlinchey over from San Francisco, making him the highest paid right tackle ever, five-year, 87.5 mil. And then some guy named Ben Powers, just one of the best guards in all of football from the Baltimore Ravens, was persuaded to sign a four-year, 51.5 million. That's a combined 139 mil in just yeah. two guys. And that's not addressing the center position. That's not getting uh, huge depth at offensive tackle. Again, Garrett Bowles is not a spring chicken. He's got some injury history, and that could be a huge cause of concern as well. Yes, I, I agree. This, this offensive line, again, I'm, I'm curious to see how it's, how it's going to take shape, how it's going to perform this season, but the, the most glaring need, Luke, has, is center. It's oh, center. God. And the fact, granted, I know 
Forsyth. Alex Forsyth. Let, let, hey. Let, you know, I mean, could not prioritize it. I would have prioritized it earlier. That's just me. But uh, at least we got one. But at the same time, you know, we they just want to go with Christian Berry, I think. that It seems as though they're still high on Christian Berry. And, again, we, we're all rooting for him. I, I don't want to make it seem as though, you know, Cushionberry is this bad guy. We're all rooting for him to succeed. But, you know, the indication of future behavior has been the past behavior. And what he's done mm. <laughs> this past year was just horrible. Yeah, it was bad. And <laughs> so we, we'll have to see exactly, you know, how that shapes up in camp, right? You know, if there's some stiff competition. You know, maybe Forsyth can come in and be that guy. Possibly, of course, we're not counting on it. But right, you know, it's that. That's I just wish they would have prioritized that a little bit higher in the job. Again, and Ernie, you're right. I, I'm again. I'm glad we signed one. It's just, you know, I feel <laughs> Forsyth is more of a developmental type center. And yeah, that's nice just it. Day one starter and potential, you know, from the jump. So. The real the real B of the whole thing is the fact that you've never been able to replace Matt Paradis, yeah. right? When he went to Carolina, you're still kind of looking because before Matt Paradis, there was a string of centers that just didn't quite work out. You know, the J.D. Waltons of the world, um, Tom Nalen, of course, coming way before that. But it's hard to find a center here in Broncos country, apparently. It's hard to find a center, period. And you see other teams having success with theirs. And I'm so damn jealous of like a Creed Humphrey, you know, yeah, with yeah. with Kansas City. And you see that guy just being an absolute dog. Um, I, I get so jealous of these interior offensive linemen that are just home run hits. And of course, not everybody knows they're going to be home run hits. Otherwise, it wouldn't be the surprise home run factor. But I get jealous, Ron. I get really jealous when we're sitting over here, you know, with Lloyd Cushenberry and uh, KJ Wright and Alex Forsyth, and again, and, yeah, Alex Forsyth, or Full, Fuller, yeah, excuse me. Um, yeah, it's just ah, it's tough, man. It's tough to get up for that, but again, maybe they see something we don't. Our buddy Jack weighing in with Ron and I here tonight on MHI saying John Elway couldn't pick a quarterback to save his life. Broncos are paying the price, giving up all the picks for Russell Wilson. If only Elway would have hit on a quarterback. We wouldn't be having this conversation. Other needs have would have been addressed. Jack, I love it, man. I mean, I'm not going to push back against that a ton, but you can't be a slave to history, Ron. You just talked about how you need to also be a student of history, so hopefully that it doesn't repeat itself, so cycles can be identified, and so can unhealthy trends. But at the same time, uh, John's out. George and Sean are in. And it's a new chapter for Broncos country. I think we're all still getting used to it, especially with the new owners, right? I mean, that's that's weird. You got the Walton Penner ownership group, Broncos country, and the owners are still trying to get to know each other a little bit. It's still a little awkward. We pretend like we know each other, but we don't know each other. But go Broncos. Um, it's a new era, right? So it's tough for fans to start looking away from some of the big mistakes John Elway had. But let's not forget, right? You'll always have Super Bowl Fifty. I gotta give my my man Wood love for that. Yes, and thank you, Jack. And yeah, you're right, Jack. We, we can't forget about what what happened. You know, we we know Elway wasn't the best at picking quarterbacks, and you know the negligence on the offensive line. So understandably so. But you know, we we have to move forward now that we do have 
a quarterback and the proper coaching in place. Mm. I think I think this team is now set up for success. Um, so again, you know, El- Elway was primary reason why we we got George Pete, right? And you know, George Payton has done well at least so far. You know, with the draft right. and getting Sean Payton and Sean wants Sean wanted him here, right? Yeah. I mean, I I want to stop you right there because you're making a fantastic point. Yeah. If Sean Payton didn't want George Payton here, George Payton would be fired, right, Ron? I mean, that's something we all wondered as soon as Sean took the job. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, we we have to just move forward, and again, with everything seemingly set up for success, I do see good things moving forward for this team. But there are still some concerns. <laughs> there are concerns, man. You know, until that Lombardi trophy is hoisted and it is back at its rightful home here in the Mile High City, there will always be concerns. And, uh, you know, you look at the Chiefs, too, man. I mean, all champions have a, have a weakness, too. I mean, a, a few different plays go different ways. Um, sometimes teams get too comfortable. Sometimes they're around each other too much. And, you know, the good bands eventually break up. Thoughts and prayers out there to everybody in Colorado experiencing the crazy weather. No, I had some today. Tornado warnings, hail, all that fun stuff. I know a lot of folks out there are, are really stressed and really kind of under the gun, so to speak. So thoughts and prayers to our own Michaela Israel. She's saying she's under a tornado warning right now. Uh, stay tuned and stay safe, definitely. Yeah. And, and thoughts and prayers are with all of our, our friends and family here in Broncos country. Speaking of friends and family here in Broncos country, I got to get my guy, Phil McLaughlin, saying good evening, Luke, Ron, and Deacon Scott. Sorry that I'm coming in late. Do not apologize, Phil. What do you guys think about our strength of schedule? I saw on Sharp ranking us 12th, I think. Hashtag go Broncos. Hashtag fuck them. Yeah, I think I'll have to pull up the the opponents again. Um, You know what I think? I I actually think it's going to be decent. I really do. I think now that you've got a head coach that's competent, your goal, Phil, and I love you to death because your support is great. You're one of the most knowledgeable fans in the NFL. You know what schedule I care about? It's the AFC West. That's the (laughs) schedule I care about. Can anything be more hellacious than that? I, I mean, look, the Raiders are the Raiders. I get it. But, hey, say what you want about them. They've had the Broncos number. Chargers, things are only getting better for them. Oh, yeah, and then they got the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, it's exciting, right, because you're going to have Aaron Rodgers and Jets coming to town. Uh, I think the Broncos, what do they play, Ron? Is it the NFC South? NFC North, I believe, this year. Okay. I believe Schedule release. Green, Bay, Green Bay, Chicago. I, I think I think yeah. clear. Yeah. Okay. So that'd be exciting, right? Minnesota, a playoff team. I mean, that's that that's going to be awesome, Phil. It's going to be cool to see where the Broncos are at nationally too. Got some primetime games back, guaranteed. Now that Sean Payton is here, I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, it's we all know it, and then you're getting the news of the day, just like Phil is too, and the rest of Broncos country. Ron, I don't know if you saw, um, other than of course Jacob Martin getting cut today. The, the Broncos are, or not the Broncos, the NFL. I think Adam Schefter tweeted this out, said they're talking about a triple header. Of, I did see that. Yeah. Of, I don't know if it was Monday night or Sunday night, but for the first time doing a triple header, and then for the first time doing, I think, a game on Black Friday also. Mm-hmm. So 
whole bunch of new stuff. Shocking with NFL schedules is coming out and trying to figure out a way to bring in that crowd and uh, continue to capitalize off of those gains. And it, it's fascinating because I can only wonder where the Broncos are going to end up. I mean, some some stories, some really good stories with Russell Wilson, with Sean Payton. Um, it it kind of speaks for itself. And then when you see Sean Payton and Russell Wilson yucking it up on the Nuggets game and they showed them over and over and over, I'm like, man, this is kind of nice. Right, it's kind of nice to see your quarterback and your head coach hanging out with Tim Patrick, watching the Nuggets game, supporting the local team courtside. I liked it, man. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Bonding while looking at Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic <laughs> go to work. Oh, so. <laughs> God. Well, and those guys are such freak athletes, right? And it's so odd to think of freak athletes watching other freak athletes do something well. Because you're just like, man, those guys, it's so rare. It's it's special. It's a special time right now. And I don't know. Since being a kid, I've always loved it when, like, the other teams support the other town teams in different sports and things like that. And it seems like that's really become a rich tradition here, probably with the Avs winning recent, most recently, right? Um, Broncos have been the king for so long. And it's been a long, hard fall since right. then. The Avs have grabbed that and had a parade. Uh, the Nuggets just about a game away from getting into the Western Conference Finals. So super exciting time here in Denver. Troy coming in with a very generous 499 Super. Thank you so much for watching Ron Scott and I here on MHI saying please use the new cap space to sign Cam Fleming. This has been in the chat too tonight, Ron. You've seen it. Scott's been in it. Um, a lot of Broncos country. I'm over here saying sign Dalton Reisner as a backup guard. They're like, yeah, man, what about tackle? How about Cam Fleming? What say you with Cam Fleming? Would you bring him into training camp and see what he can do? Or uh, has that ship sailed? I would. You, you know, you know, tackle with, you know, with bowls and even at the right time. We, we just don't know. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm always on the side of having enough depth, bringing them in to compete. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay, Troy, with um, signing Cam Fleming just to, you know, see what he can do, bring him in, and go to work. I think it's smart, Troy, because it's obviously identifying a position of need. And it's a player with some um, – you're familiar with the player. It's a different scheme, different coach. I get all that. And, and that's probably where we need to figure out what Sean Payton wants to do with this offense. I can tell you he's going to want to run the ball, but I can also tell you that he adapts with the times. Yes. Um, maybe you see a responsibility for the running backs to catch the ball a lot more. Maybe that's prioritized. I mean, try to add a, a fourth receiver at times and in, in just u- utilizing the running back tight end. That's going to be utilized. I see that here in the chat as well. What's going on with Greg Dulcich? Um, Troutman was obviously brought here for a reason. Got some guy named Albert O still hanging around in the background. I mean, these are all conversations that we're having now, but come training camp, Man, there's a ton of position battles this year when you start talking about it, right? You're like, man, maybe things aren't as locked up as we project them to be, um, especially when it comes to depth, right? And a lot of people might scoff at the backup role. Mm-hmm. The backup role is played so much, as you know, Ron. I mean, these guys are asked to come in immediately, but especially if you're a defensive back, nickel and dime positions we're talking edge rushers maybe you have a nascar package i mean Mm -hmm. there's so many different circumstances yes yes there is going to be interesting um to see 
you know, all these starting lineups and, you know, the, the depth charts it, with the Sean Payton offense being installed. And we got Harold coming in here. Uh, speaking of a person on the starting lineup, possibly, um, he says, I'd be happy to get Mims on the starting lineup this year, make it his development year where he produces. And Harold, I, I think I, I think he will be on the starting lineup. Um, but I, I expect... Again, I expect a lot of these draft picks to be big contributors on special teams. Bingo. You know, that that that's where they're, they're going to make a lot of their hay initially. Now, with Sean Payton's offensive schemes and designs, I do expect some plays where Mims is going to be on the field. Um, you know, us, you know, across from Sutton and, and Judy and Patrick, right? You, you, you'll see different combinations of X, Y, and Z receivers, depending on what the play call is. So I, I definitely do see Mims being in the starting lineup this year. And, you know, he'll continue to develop. Obviously, he has the veteran presence there if Sutton remains, right? He'll have Sutton. He'll have the veteran presence of Tim Patrick. Um, to kind of rely on. But yeah, I, I definitely see your point. I can see him definitely on that starting lineup. Yeah, Broncos country wants to see him, and he's here for a reason. It's the reason Sean Payton picked him. I mean, one of those guys that was handpicked. We talked about, everybody talked about Sean Payton having his fingerprints all over this draft. And um, I said on these very airwaves on this show that it would be so easy to tell who was a Sean Payton pick and who was a George Payton pick. And I think you really saw that. Uh, in the NFL draft, I think free agency, Sean got what he wanted. And you know that going into it with him as your head coach. Michael Brinkio, our guy, good question. Ron, how many wide receivers do you think the Broncos keep on the roster? I mean, it's already such a thick room. Um, that's a tough, tough question. How about who could be on the outside looking in? For me, two guys immediately come to, to the forefront. Kendall yeah, Hinton and KJ Hamler. And Montreal Washington would be on the outside. Montreal, yeah. And you talked about sp special teams. I mean, why can't Mims be a returner? <laughs> you know, like there's there's nothing stopping him from competing. I'm not saying let's go make him the guy, uh, but man, that's a that's a pretty thick room, and you better be ready to compete here in training camp. Yes, yes, I agree. Keith coming in. Keith Brugman, I see you, buddy. I expect the rookies to get plenty of time on the field this year as we look to possibly blow up the roster next year. Whoa. I wonder what he means by blow up. And I can only guess for a few, a couple things, right? The safety position is interesting to me, right? Especially with bringing in Riley Moss, uh, drafting JL Skinner. Well, K-Jack is back. I mean, K-Jack is back. It's like we're just reliving the same one-year deal the last 100 years. Um, I guess I'm okay with it. I really didn't want it to happen, to be honest with you. And maybe I'm wrong, but the way I look at it is that's Sean Payton throwing the defense a bone, saying he's your locker room guy. He's the leader. He still has some tank in the gas. Fine with me. Go yeah. sign him. Yep, and that's exactly how I see this move. I mentioned it on Orange and Blue View when we had this discussion of the, the you know the only reason they would bring him back is just for that veteran presence, that veteran leadership. Um, obviously, I know they have Justin Simmons there, but um, you know, Cadence also with Caden Stearns, we we just don't know, you know, exactly. I was going to come back from the injury. I, I know he should be set. Yeah. 
year, but you know, he's had a good injury history. So um, I'm okay with Kareem Jackson coming back on that one year deal, but yeah, how long, how much longer are we going to keep on doing these, these one year deals and let your young people play too. Right. Like, you know, let, let the young boys well, play. So. And maybe that's what Keith is hinting at. Like, you know, even Josie Jewell mentioned it earlier. I mean, he's getting a little bit older too. You kind of see the writing on the raw wall with Drew Sanders coming in and you've got to constantly, uh, continue to find new depth new youth you still there's something to be said for experienced players and veterans do not get me wrong that's what wins you championships not rookies uh, but rookie contracts they definitely help you build championship rosters phil mclaughlin coming in with some more love talking about the broncos schedule release ron that's going down tomorrow i had to do a double take on my dates today for may 10th because i was like oh man ron and i got the schedule release tonight no those uh those cats, Chad and Zach, will be on the huddle up tomorrow. That'll be a very exciting show, Broncos country. Stay tuned. Phil saying he's making some predictions before that schedule release. Uh, he's got Jets Broncos Monday night. Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, man. That I'm pumped right there. Right, that would be really, really cool. You see Aaron Rodgers in his new threads making his debut. The guy that should have came to the Denver Broncos with the guy that ended up here. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. And then he's got Chiefs Broncos Sunday night football. Makes plenty of sense. And Lions Broncos Thanksgiving. Man, you got uh, what? Master against pupil in Coach Campbell versus Coach Payton with that Lions Broncos matchup. That would be a cool Thanksgiving game. Get the Broncos back there on Turkey Day. Yeah, that that's a those are some good predictions. I like that. I think out of Man. those, I would say What's that Lions and Broncos matchup on Thanksgiving would be intriguing. I'm scared of the Lions. Is that I weird to say? I am too. I, I like. I have respect for what the Lions have been doing, and like I dare I say, I believe in the Detroit Lions a little bit, maybe even a lot. <laughs> I was going to say, Luke, I actually have them winning the division this year. Oh, goosebumps, dude. <laughs> no, the Detroit line. It's wide open, isn't it? You're saying it forget is. the Minnesota Vikings playoff cousins can't do it. And then, you wow. know, Justin Fields. And, I mean, I know they mentioned Justin Fields is, is developing nah. as a passer now, but I mean, Chicago still has some things to work on. So They got issues. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that would be pretty interesting. Wouldn't that be a cool story? And like we couldn't say that we didn't see it coming, yeah. right? I mean, the, the Lions, they make splashes, man. And I think they are comfortable with who they are, and they know who they are. They're tough, no BS football team. They don't care what anybody thinks about them. And uh, it probably should be that way because not too many people think too many good things, <laughs> right? But no, Rodney Garcia, our guy coming in agreeing, saying, look, man, the Lions are no joke. We've got a great coach in Dan. I'll bite your kneecaps off Campbell. Yes. I mean, he's yeah. dog. Absolute dogs. You see how many Starbucks he drinks a day? He drinks yeah. like those big Americanos. He just pounds that stuff. I mean, he's like the ultimate meathead guy. I love it. Um, it'd be it'd be cool, man, to see a Sean Payton versus versus Dan Campbell matchup. I think it would be a very tough game. I think of running the ball immediately. Uh, I I wonder where that game would be played. Probably in Detroit, right? In bad weather here in the Mile High City or football weather, however you want to see it. Michael Ranquillo getting to his prediction: Broncos versus Chiefs in Week One. What better way? 
to snap a horrible streak than to just get it out of the way on the opening, opening night, night. Yeah, opening. How great would that be, baby? Like, oh, Broncos, back to opening night. No, it's not a, a joke this time. It's for real. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's a good prediction, Michael. It, it may just happen. You know, it, I know a lot of us have been pining for, <laughs> you know, just getting at least one of these Chiefs games out of the way early. And what better way to just mm. come in right off the jump and play this <sighs> and and hopefully beat them in Arrowhead, beat them just you know. <laughs> Ooh, on the road in Arrowhead, yes. man. Rumor has it, Ron, it's been a long time since the Broncos won. Period against the Chiefs, but in Arrowhead, man, you got to go back to the Peyton Manning days of that magical, magical last year and ride of the Denver Broncos. Um, Man, that's tough. Arrowhead. Oh, I don't know if I want it to be an arrowhead now, but I would love to see the Chiefs travel to the Mile High City, Michael. Um, that would be super cool. Looking at home versus away opponents. Again, you've got the AFC West. So we don't need to go through that, but we talked about it earlier. The NFC North, Green Bay Packers at home, Vikings at home, New England Patriots at home, New York Jets at home, Cleveland Browns at home. That could be an interesting game. And then the Washington Commanders also looking at the road games. Some tough road games I see as we start to wrap the show up here on Wednesday night, MHI, Buffalo, baby. Buffalo, Ron, is so damn scary uh, for the Broncos. And they just they've had so much, so many problems out there. And Buffalo just seems to be getting better and better. Yes, they, they are. That That's one game that I'm. Quite honestly, I'm scared of, you know, being in the Hell, yeah. Buffalo with Josh Allen and that big arm and, you know, Diggs and Dawson Knox and those folks. That That, that, that is a daunting task. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And then what, they got Kincaid, too, as if they needed another yep. tight end or something like that. Uh, Patrick Wilty, aloha. What's up, man? That's cool. Broncos country is not a geographical location. It's a state of being. That's our mission statement here at Mile High Huddle. Again, guys, be sure to get at milehighhuddle.com for all of our uh, up-to-the-minute news and analysis. Against news of the day, Ron, Broncos cut outside linebacker Jacob Martin. They saved 3.8 mil on the cap, eat one mil dead, and now we wait to see what Sean Payton's going to do with that money. Maybe transactions happen a little quicker than we think, or maybe we wait to see how rookie minicamp and the veteran tryouts go. God forbid there's an injury, right? It seems like sometimes freak things happen. Um, I don't think they're going to be doing a lot in terms of what the collective bargaining agreement allows. It's not like the old days of let's go, you know, kick the hell out of the rookies and welcome them to the league. Not so much anymore, but it'll be really cool. It's an exciting time. Football's here, man. It's starting to activate. You got the rookies coming into the building and getting ready to show coach what they can do. Yes, yes, definitely. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yes. Aloha. I love it, man. I love Hawaii. Who doesn't? Um, it's cool to see Broncos country rep in Hawaii. I know when my parents were out there recently, they said that they would go to – a little bar that would be showing the game. I think it'd be like at 8 a.m. their time and people are all drinking beers, watching their Broncos out there on the big island. So it's really, really cool, man, to see all of that love from Broncos country. And guys, I want to thank Ron. Ron, thank you so much for joining me tonight, man. As we wrap up MHI, it's so much fun getting to work with you. One of the cool things about MHI and MHH as a whole is just that uh, we don't script anything. We allow 
Chad allows us to be ourselves. Uh, we have our own personalities, our own opinions, and he allows us to work with each other. And that's one of the coolest things that we can do here is shuffle guys and gals in and out. And uh, I hope it was fun rocking with me on MHI, dude. I'd love to have you back. It's getting ready to be a really busy summer and exciting things are going to be happening for the show. Yes, Luke, it was great to be on. It was great to talk, obviously, about our Broncos and to share some opinions. So that this was great. Hopefully I can come back on. Hell yeah, man. You will be coming back on. And we appreciate all the love and support from Broncos country tonight. You guys have been so active, not only with your generous donations, but uh, your comments, your your debates, your everything, man. Just showing up for us is, is the biggest thing. Time spent is the most valuable thing that we have on this earth. And I'm a firm believer of that. And uh, it's absolutely fascinating when you see how much love that we get from this community. And the community loves back. The community loves each other. Just like Keith giving our guy Michael some shout outs right now. 5,000 stars. I mean, that's the kind of love and support that absolutely touches us here at MHH as a team and as a whole. And we just appreciate everybody rocking with us. Be sure to head on over wherever you get your podcast, whether that be Apple, Spotify, iTunes, all that kinds of stuff. Leave us a review. Let us know how we can improve. Let us know how we're doing. We do read those things. We take them to heart. And yeah, man, exciting stuff coming here in Broncos country. I can't wait. The boys will be back at it tomorrow against Chad and Zach on the huddle up. NFL schedule release, Ron. Here we go, man. It's here. Rookie mini camp, baby. It's here. And then do not, you don't have to wait too much longer if you want to see my guy Ron White again. He's going to be on Saturday night, orange and blue view on 6 p.m. Mountain with my co-host Thomas Hall here on MHI. Give Thomas some love also. He's on vacation. I don't know who approved that, uh, but he's definitely going to be back by Saturday. Broncos country, thank you guys for rocking with us. And Ron, thanks, thanks a ton, man. Um, it's, it's so cool to be able to get to know new personalities and have so much support. Yes. Likewise, Luke. And thank you. And thank you again, Broncos country. And always, always appreciate you. And, and again, man, Michael, uh, your shout out is your, your support is overwhelming to us, man. Um, it's, it's amazing how much people are willing to give just to keep the lights on here in MHI at mhh he's ron white scott in the ones and twos thank you for all your help today brother i'm luke patterson sam luke patterson (laughs) sam Broncos country this is the way head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things bronc